Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I am your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. It is the 7th of February. I'm stacking up the podcasts. I did a podcast there at the weekend with Tig and Sully and Dom. Uh, I'm doing one today with the only funny German. Uh, I'm doing one next week with uh, Bernard Casey. And uh, I have a few other guests lined up and I'm stacking them up. I'm going to try and get like maybe six or seven in the can and uh, just have them there for you over the next few weeks. Um, obviously going to be doing the Patreon, behind the scenes Patreon with the Queen every week as well. But she's taking a break from the main platforms for the next couple of weeks. And uh, it's going to be just me and some regular contributors, excluding the wife. Noel Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. But anyway, uh, I digress, as I often do. It is 20 past one. It is Wednesday. I'm in the John Hume War Room. I've just smoked a pinner. A pinner, a little pin-pin. Um, and you're probably going, I thought you were off the weed, but you said you weren't smoking the weed anymore. And I'm I'm not, but I have a guest, and I felt bad for him just to be smoking by himself. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, we, it would be rude. I think it would be rude, you know? Um... I am wearing my tracksuit pants and I'm wearing a hoodie. That's all you need to know about me. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome today's guest to the stage, all the way from the Coco Club in County Cork City. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the only funny German, Daniel Lucas. Oh, thank you. What an intro. What an intro. You could have just brought me on as your excuse to have a smoke today. Yeah. That would be good enough. Yeah. That would be good enough. Well, if I, if I needed an excuse to have a smoke every day, I would have a long list of excuses. Mm, that's true. Yeah. That's true. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm very good. I'm, uh, I'm wearing a, a jumper and some black jeans. Uh, this is a fashion podcast now. Mop up them panty puddles, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And I'm drinking some Little's own brand iced coffee. Iced coffee mm. out of a plastic container. He mm. doesn't give a shit about the environment. Tastes like chemicals. Mm. Is that actually... That's a liter of... Mm-hmm. What is this? It's a liter of Little iced coffee. This is very... Uh, I, I haven't had one of these in like three years, but when I was a student, I would buy like four of these, put them in the fridge... And then just bunk down and pull all night after all nighter. <laughs> uh, are, are they, is there a big kick off at like? Yeah, is there, yeah, yeah. Is there? It's, good. it's just coffee. It's just a Ca- huge amount of cheap coffee. Yeah, Jesus. And is it? It's, it's cold. Like I, I think I, sometimes it, it baffles me when people drink cold coffee. Mm. And I was like, I'll never drink cold coffee. Anyone who drinks cold coffee is a fucking dope. <laughs> but then, but then, I had espresso martinis. And they're freezing, and they're absolutely... They're gorgeous. They're fucking gorgeous. That's my favorite cocktail, man. They're gorgeous. Yeah, so I was wrong all along. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how have I been wrong? I never thought I was wrong. But um, is that does that taste anything like an espresso martini? No, it just mostly tastes like cold uh, instant coffee, which is probably is. Mm. But, you know... How much was that now? How much was that? Like three euros. Three euros for a liter of cold instant coffee. It's actually exactly... Does it say anywhere on here? Give me oh, the it's exactly one liter, yeah. What are the ingredients? Uh, the ingredients. Oh, this is going to make me sound very unhealthy. 
It's 80% semi-skimmed milk, 17% coffee, sugar, cocoa powder, stabilizing, sodium carbonates. I don't even know. Karagaginin. I think it's a... Oh, Karagaginin? I think there's a village there's down the road. There's Karagaginin in this. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, if there's Karagaginin in this, it must be all right. I think, I think it's a GA club, actually. <laughs> They're Junior B, I think. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> They're a club back in Dohalla. The Karagaginin. <laughs> They have a great ladies football team. And great coffee as well. And they mass, mm. ma- they mass, mass, <laughs> manufact, produce mass produce. That's how they fund the GA club. <laughs> with cappuccinos that they sell to little. That's it. Liters. By the liter. Or li- li- yeah, little. You were in and raffling of houses. Uh, and you, oh yeah, there's nothing better than a raffle, raffle off a gaff. Good old raffle off a gaff. Raffle a gaff. And it really gets to the core of Irish people as mm-hmm. well because Irish people love to own a house. Like. Countries in a housing crisis, <laughs> but the GA clubs are raffling them off. <laughs> raffling them off. <laughs> but you could have a gaff there for 500 quid. Like, I mean, <laughs> like if you think about it, it is a good, it's a specula- It's a nice speculation. Like, yeah, mm. I throw 500 quid on that. I might get a gaff. It's a good, like, Do you know. think they have a cheat on that and they just give it to like a cousin? Oh, I'd say you couldn't. Well, you look, I mean, you could cheat at anything, I suppose, really. But mm. like... Would it, I don't know what it I don't I would like to say the ethos of the GA that there is no cheating at that in, in something like that but would I be surprised am I surprised with mankind I'm never surprised mm. at, at, when it comes to humans and how high and how low they can go you and know? if a cousin of yours was like hey Cornelius if you enter this you can get a free gaff yeah, you know. I'd be like, okay, no yeah, problem, no problem, no bother. I'll enter. I it. Actually, morals, I yeah. don't care that much at yeah. all. Um, <laughs> who's the local solicitor? Because I'm selling that for cash straight away afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go around to all the GA clubs and just buy. That's that'll be a business. Yeah, uh, I have to win uh, eventually. <laughs> eventually, oh yeah, that's it. That's it. How did you land last year? Yeah, we won three gaffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who do not know, Dan Lucas is a stand-up comedian. Uh, he is the resident uh, host in the Coco Club, along with myself in Cork City. Has been now for how long, Dan? Uh, nearly three years. Nearly three years. Two years and change. Two years and change. Mm-hmm. Um, stalwart on the Cork comedy scene. Um, absolutely fantastic. Huge following online. A couple of hundred thousand followers online plus, I'd say. And... Um, yeah, a satirical kind of a, a comedian, uh, likes to talk about politics, and uh, but also has a kind of like, you know, little kind of silly little segues into like... Uh um, like stuff with our, 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 like in like what it's like to live in Ireland and uh, mm. our own I- idiosyncratic ways. Like uh, takes the piss out of traffic lights and stuff like that. I I, I like um I I like uh, political humor. I don't really like doing anything that's politics without the humor. You know, mm. like it always has to be uh, humor to me. I couldn't just do I couldn't do like straight activist work anything like that. I think uh, it wouldn't suit me at all. It mm. has to be funny in some way. Yeah, he finds the funny in pain. You actually say that in your comedy. It's good to joke about bad things. Yeah, it's yeah, good to joke yeah. about bad things. <laughs> I'm from Germany. I have yeah. to. Yeah, you've no fucking choice. <laughs> I know choice. You did a lot of bad things then, <laughs> and that's what I brought you on today. Are you sorry? <sighs> Listen. <laughs> uh, I'm only messing. I'm only messing. I'm only messing. Um, it's all right. I, I don't. I don't want to get your podcast in trouble. Uh, well, look, listen. Mm. I mean, you know, they they do say that it's good. Bad news is good news, is it? Or no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah. But I, I think you know. Well, you know, World War Two was wrong, but World War One, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think that was justified? 
I'm more of a fan of the original. The sequel, I, I don't know. I You're thinking Franz Ferdinand deserved that bullet. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking Godfather 1, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good one. Ooh, well, I tell you now, Godfather 2 was pretty good. That's true. You, you it know? was pretty good. Godfather 3, which is the one we're about to enter into now, <laughs> uh, that was a shit show. That was terrible. <laughs> and, yeah, and in case you're wondering, we're talking, these are metaphors for world wars. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Dan is my tour support. Um and he is, as I said, he's the he, like he pretty much is the manager above in the coke club. He, um, comes down to me now once a week, and we go through all the books and we go we strategize together. And and Dan does a lot of the implementation, especially when I'm away. And uh, uh, we work well together now as a team. We've mm. we like at, initially we had a few kind of ups and downs, kind of kind of feeling each other within the first six months, but we know each other's personalities inside out and back to front now. And we're yeah, that's normal as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. That's normal as well. It is. I think as long as you. Um, uh, as long as you're like kind of just a cool person to work with, and neither of us are dickheads about stuff, yeah, you know, that's that's really all you need. And you'd be surprised how many people are just like assholes about stuff, you know, over small stuff. Yeah, like. over small. Things. Yeah, like at the end of the day, fucking, it doesn't really make a massive difference. No. Our aim every week is to open the doors of Coca Club, get in as many people as we can, promote ourselves and the residents, and then after that. Mm. Local car comedians Don't sweat the small stuff Don't man. sweat the fucking small <laughs> stuff man. And that's for you Uncle Mike Uncle yeah, Mike yeah. He'll know what that means Shout out Uncle Mike And do <laughs> not sweat the small stuff And it is all fucking small stuff And that's the, that's the plan And um, But what I wanted, Why I want to bring you on Is I want to talk to you about Just your experience there now um, With a couple of gigs That we've done this year From mm. your perspective Because I've been coming on here talking about my perspective. No- yeah. Noelle has been coming on talking about her perspective. Um, but you've been around, f- like, you, just so people know, like, you've built my website. You've been involved in the back, uh, the backside of, uh, of of getting stuff up live, getting mm. tickets live. Um, you're obviously my support on the day. So you come to the gigs. We travel together to the gigs. Uh, you warm the crowd up. Uh, you, you know, do 20, 25 minutes. We've done it a couple of times and we've got a, a good few gigs coming up now this year on that tour. And it's your first time ever doing it. And I know what it feels like because I've been talking about it on the podcast for yeah. years or for, for the last two years with Chris. But I'm interested to know, you know, how are you, how are you getting on as a comedian, I suppose, first of all? I mean... If we go chronologically, really, um, this all, like, in regards to the tour itself, uh, I watched you kind of build the tour in the club. That was my first interaction with it, you know? I saw you build the show basically from the ground up in the club. And then um, the first time we officially did the the opening support and the tour was doing the work in progress shows, which, uh, they were tough gigs. Mm. I think you would be here saying the same thing. They were tough gigs. Extremely hard. It was good. (laughs) It was exactly what we needed. They're like, they're like, Challenge matches when you're playing soccer, right, mm-hmm. or, or 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 hurling or football. They're like challenge matches, uh, you know, you know, in a boggy pitch, yeah, in front of in front of a a, a disgruntled audience mm-hmm. on on wet Wednesday nights. The way I was looking at it now, when I look back at it, is that there was a lot of uh, it was very international audiences, and me and you, like the set I had, kind of prepped for it, and the show you had prepped for it. We were kind of. It was for Irish audiences. Mm. That's what it was for, because that's what we knew we were doing it to. And I, I think because of those shows that we did, at least for myself, I had the feeling if, like, for example, uh, Mary brought her Spanish husband or something, uh, I could make him laugh now yeah. too. You know, I could translate this material so he gets it. Yeah, and that—that's a great way of putting it. And mm. that is that's because if you, you you're in front of my audience, right? They're yeah. there to see me. They know what my material is like, 
and you've got you're you've a distinctly different style to me um you know completely different style your political uh, humor uh, and it's great as well written and it's well delivered and it's and it's funny and it's punchy but it is not the type of humor that we'll say people that were coming to my show were mm. expecting you know uh, so you have to try and win because your job is to warm up the, the audience and you did you've done Dolan's and the Everyman now and you absolutely smashed both of them particularly the Everyman Thank you know you. so you were ha- having to make your material suit the palette of a different uh, audience yeah. and I think that is the great skill in comedy to be able to do that mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, yeah no so I think, uh, I think that's a good um, I, I think that's why, how the whips were so good for us on Wednesdays you know yeah that was, that was <laughs> my first interaction with it and then there was Dolan's and I, I had a good, f- I had really good fun in Dolan's. I think it went really well. Uh, but the Everyman, I think, was the best so far. That was, that felt really good, you yeah. know. I feel like I, I eased everything in, in better there. In Dolan's, I was a lot more nervous than in the Everyman. Yeah. Which is, is, it was, it was your first time. Yeah, it was a smaller room, but it was the first time doing it for use. Yeah. And then the Everyman, it felt a lot more comfortable. Yeah, you were, you smashed it. Tell me about your day, the day of the gig, because you felt I could feel that you were a bit nervous during the week, mm. uh, and I could, f- I, which was really funny because I didn't feel any nerves myself. I've talked about this in the past, but I, I just felt that I was really, 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 really prepared, and I had a lot of kind of things that I was that was preoccupying my time, so that I didn't have to get nervous. Yeah, but I could feel nervous energy off of Noel during the week. I could feel it from texts off friends coming in during the week. I felt it off you during the week. What was the what was it like waking up in the morning? Like what 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 did you do to alleviate your nerves, or what kind of a vibe did you have from we'll say from when you got up to when you came off stage? I mean, I I I got to curb the nerves to it for the month leading up to it, kind of because um. I was doing a lot of stuff to get my own tour ready, you know, so mm. I was fairly distracted, uh, which at the same time helped me get my material sharper because I was writing for that too. Uh, and then like a week before I really set in, it's like, oh shit, I'm doing the Everyman next week, you know? Yeah. Like I pushed it to the back of my head the entire time because I was busy. By the way, tickets to my show, uh, onlyfunnygerman.com. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out now. <laughs> and I don't even edit this podcast. Like, I'm going to learn editing Big skills beep. just yeah, yeah. so I can fucking take that out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 got, I got to push it at the back of my head. And then the day off, uh, I woke up and I got picked up by uh, uh, our resident comic, David Horgan. He picked me up in his car, drove me to the Everyman. I didn't get out of bed before. I, I'd be completely honest. I, I was like, fuck it. I mean, I get up, I have a really stressful evening. I'm just going to stay in bed as long as I can. Yeah. I'm just going to chill here, watch like YouTube videos, play, play my Nintendo a little bit. Did you smoke much weed? No, I just spent, I literally, I didn't even have breakfast. I just spent the whole morning in bed. Yeah. And I got driven in. Uh, I I went to the Everyman, said hi to you. And then I just went off, ate, ate some food by myself, got a haircut, which that is always a good choice. I think yeah. it helps with like confidence and it stuff. It definitely does. Yeah. Because then you just feel better. You don't feel, you don't feel like, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't know what the word is. It does. A haircut yeah. definitely gives a person confidence. And like, especially a, a day or two after you get it. But on the day that you actually get it, there's always a shoulders. Yeah, back yeah, that's like, it. Yeah. That's it. Man. And you came back and you were looking slick. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's you. slick, Denny. Thank you. I, I just I just knew it would help me with my confidence a little bit. Uh, and then I started really stressing. Like, did you? Yeah, yeah. Then just before. What time I did you start? Really, really stressing. Like the hour beforehand? No, I'd say two hours before. Because I came back at like seven, I think. Mm. I think I came back at seven. Then just hung out in the green room for two hours. And uh, I was just like, uh, David, uh, David Murphy came in to film a documentary on you. He was trying to get a few shots with me. Um, and uh, the entire time I was waiting for him to call me to do the shots so I could do something else and just 
yeah. worry about my notes, you know? Yeah. So every every 20 minutes when he walked past, I was like, do, do we do it now, David? Can we do it now? He's <laughs> like, no, I'm not ready yet. Like, I just wanted to get away from looking at my notes. Yeah. Uh, which I think I didn't even have to go over them that much just before. I think I would have been fine either way. But yeah. that's what I started doing, just going over my notes and mm. stressing out. Mm. And there's there where the tour endures. Uh, we're going to be doing Whelan's in a couple of weeks' time. We're going to be doing clears after that. There's a mallow date coming. There's a Kerry date that's live now. Mm. We're doing the Barras as well. There's going to be a Fermoy date. Uh, there's a load of more dates. So if you are coming to see me, if you haven't seen me yet and you're coming to see the tour, you will the see... Theonlyfunnygerman.com You will see... That, that will be edited out. <laughs> I'm taking that out. It's Corne- <laughs> CorneliusPatrickOsullivan.com Get on to me and I'll tell you where you can get his tickets. LAUGHTER <laughs> We're going to play. Um, we're going to play trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan and uh, Dan Lucas. This isn't your first time on the podcast, so you know what trending topics mm. with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan is. Yeah. Um, it is something I've just refreshed the page now, and it's completely different, right? And um, we'll have a look. We'll go into what's trending. Putin is number two. <laughs> oh wow! Putin, Strong start. Putin is number two. Crowd favorite. And um, do you know who number four is? Is Tucker. So we Tucker. yeah. So you know Tucker Carlson. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's uh, uh, he's very weird, isn't he? Yeah. He Tucker Carlson is in um, Russia. Oh yeah. He's doing a, an interview with Putin. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, like um, why I don't know who Tucker is. I don't know. Like let's talk about Putin. <laughs> like kind of Putin has kind of gone down the ra- the, the reins recently now with like with the old. Uh, genocide that's happening out in yeah. Palestine. Like. BB is coming for his title. Is he, is he a bit pissed off? <laughs> I wonder. He's coming for the title. Uh, yeah, who knows? I think he's still the crowd favorite for most evil man in the world at the moment. I think it probably Epstein was a contender, but that went away. So Putin is still the I crowd favorite. I think Netanyahu has to be fucking up there at the moment. Yeah, Net- he's Net- getting up there. Come he's on now. Netanyahu, he's put a fucking. He is an evil cunt. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? You know who must be feeling really good? Uh, good old Kim Jong un. He's chilling. He's no, chilling like no a villain. But you know him. what he's doing? He's playing the long game. Yeah, because he it. knows that there's nothing going to get knock him after Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Netanyahu is like, I have got to continue with this. Yeah. I have to continue or else I'm fucked. You know? <laughs> he's the real evil bastard. So I think I would be myself. I'd put Netanyahu up top. Up top, uh, fair uh, enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you have to keep that ung in there, but he's in the top three, man. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like he's, he's, he's playing a low game. He's playing a low key game. You know, he's not a flashy player. But he's, he's consistent. Who's your top three uh, top evil three, bastards? Uh, I'd say I'd say Putin. I'd say Netanyahu. But I'd say that's very You're putting close. Putin above Netanyahu? Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's very close. Netanyahu's causing a fucking genocide across the globe as we speak. Like, I know I know Russia are invading the Ukraine, but the Ukraine have the money to fight back. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay, I, it's your choice. It's your I, choice. I'm going to put Putin slightly above. You're pro, pro, you're pro Putin. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what you want. I just think Putin has a much more storied career, you know. Right. Like now, he only started playing the big leagues semi recently. So you're putting Putin's hit- been playing the big leagues for a long time. Yeah, but name me one genocide now that Putin has, like a fucking proper genocide. He's done loads. He's done pe- genocides on his own people. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> he's he's done so much. Yeah, yeah I suppose. And, okay. and, and he's been playing. It's the hard big to argue for against it, man. You're pro Putin. You're putting. <laughs> up, you're <laughs> And like I mean, you're you know you're you're making you're making a compelling case here. <laughs> Number three is tough though, because I would have said Epstein, but he's not around anymore. So you know, can't mm. do Epstein. And uh, Weinstein is in prison, uh, and all the other big sex predators don't. No one cares anymore. Maybe R. Kelly. 
R. Kelly. Yeah, well, Maybe he is. Kelly. He's locked up. Who are yeah. your top three? So, what number one is Putin? Number Putin, two is Netanyahu. That's, that's I, a close. Are you top telling me Kim, Kim Jong is not even getting into the top three? Kim, 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 jo- Kim jo- uh, comparatively small scale. Comparatively small scale. He's got weapons of mass destruction. Man. Yeah, but North Korea, <laughs> North Korea is a very low population. Like, yeah. Okay. So uh, it's comparatively low scale. All right. Okay. Maybe uh, Erdogan. I put Erdogan top three. Erdogan. Yeah, I put Erdogan. I'm a uh, Erdogan fan. <laughs> <laughs> You, you fancy your doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. he's a bit like that player who everybody underrates, you know? He's like, he's not on the greatest team, I but he's performing <laughs> strong every game. He's, he's a contender. He's a contender. He's one to watch. He's, he's one, one to watch. watch. 100%. One to watch. Uh, whereas I would, have, uh, I would have Genocide Joe in my top three. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. that's interesting. Genocide see, Joe. See, I'd say you're picking a bad player on a good team there. Yeah, uh, well, definitely a, picking a bad player. And the team is very strong, all right. But man. he's at the head of the... He's the coach. In term, in term of evil, America is like the all-time... Yeah. All that's the goat that's yeah. the goat but I don't know man <laughs> alright okay hashtag Ryanair <laughs> <laughs> let's move on <laughs> I'll put Ryanair on the top three most evil airlines <laughs> why is Ryanair trending what have uh, they done uh, well uh, Ryanair catch flights not feelings but Europe's favourite airline <laughs> that's so good Oh, sad. catch flights not feelings <laughs> that's their tagline on their Twitter right Catch flights, not feelings with Europe's favourite airline, customer queries at Ask Air, Air Ryan. There's no way that you'd eat, like, that is brilliant. Ryanair is pretty funny on social media, man. I've seen a lot of their content. They're, like, quite funny on social media. Oh, my media. God, that is, if you're on Twitter, <laughs> check that out. Catch flights, comma, so you pause for a second, mm-hmm. not feelings with Europe's favourite airline customer queries and that, like that's obviously a little jibe at like because there's no like ask air ask Ryanair like their customer service is renowned as being one of the worst out there like yeah and I mean after you get the right just leave the country like oh lads they're taking the piss out of fucking um, <laughs> Eamon Ryan here look like. <laughs> Eamon Ryan who's our, who's the minister he's he's the minister for um, uh, fucking He's the green minister in Ireland, right? And he's they have a picture from asleep in the doll. Time to wake up, Eamon Ryan. This is on this is <laughs> Ryanair Forever Asleep at the Wheel. Two thousand and two, asleep during the security uh, uh, queues crisis. They're, they're funny though. They've always been funny on social media. I'd love to know who writes their tweets, man. They're, they're, there's the bang of a comedian off them. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. They, they, uh, they, they f- I think it started in like two thousand fifteen when I first started seeing their content. They hired some really funny people, which is all you have to do, really. And do you fly with Ryanair? I do always, yeah. yeah. Ten-year tickets, man. I'm not, yeah. not turning my nose up at that. Yeah, look, listen. I, I have, I have no problem with uh, cheap as long as the flying, as long as you get to the destination. Yeah, plane stays in the air. I'm happy. And you know, you're not extremely uncomfortable. I mm-hmm. don't like the bus, but if I had to take the bus, I take the bus. Do you know? Um, I also feel like you're not gonna get hijacked on Ryanair. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's too cheap of a plane. Like, yeah, there's no one wealthy yeah. on there. There's no no one there of like <laughs> <laughs> of note. Like, you know, <laughs> that's why fucking low lying comedians like you and me are on it all the time. Um, okay, what else is trending here? Now we'll do another one. We'll do another one. Uh, it's very political. I want to get off the politics. Let's go to the news. It's so. So fucking like the Kremlin is fucking like the Kremlin. Yeah. Oh, very nice. You know, like Kremlin's a beautiful building. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like it doesn't get enough. Uh, Zelensky is also <laughs> trending. It's all political. Fuck this. I'll go into the entertainment section. Right. <laughs> Zelensky's <laughs> trending again. <laughs> Zelensky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His stand-up special. <laughs> 
Uh, Eamon Ryan is fucking trending. Holy ground. Holy ground. That is so wild, man. Wow. This is all like really weird stuff trending today. I uh, can't believe he's going to interview Putin. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that must be like... Tucker Carlson. That must be like a crazy... Imagine the, the day they got that interview confirmed. Putin's agent said yes. <gasps> yeah. And like what? that would just like... He'll go, he's going to get in, he's going to get into a world. Oh, I know who we're going to talk about here now in a second. He's going to get into a world of of pain from now on when he's back in in America as mm. well. Like you know, although the right are the right of America now are almost fucking pro Putin because the way D- Donald Trump goes, I'd sort that out straight away. Well, they're, they're I just ring Vladimir up and I'd say Vlad. They're like they're like followers. Call like if, if if Tucker starts saying he likes Putin, they're all going to start liking Putin. Yeah, they will do whatever the big people say. <laughs> He's not that bad. He's not that bad. He's not that bad. I know Kim very well. Kim's a good, <laughs> Kim's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. our top three evil people, yeah. also the first three people in Trump's phone list, ironically. I fucking... <laughs> I, I absolutely... I, like, I'm watching the world burn during my lifetime now, right? And we could be on the verge of World War Three, and I hope mm. we're not. And I, I'm very happy and grateful for where I live in a safe world, safe part of the world. But, like... If Trump gets back in, and I think he will, it's really just going to be so much entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's going to be so much be entertainment. It's going to be crazy. Because he literally does the exact opposite to what you think is the sane thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is his default. Everybody says, don't jump. Hmm. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the thing everyone thinks, everyone thinks America is going to like fucking separate into two, uh, two unions, you know. Which is gonna be impossible. Like that's never, that's gonna be another civil war. It'd be very difficult. But yeah. there are there is there is a big divide there now. All right. Yeah. Like, you but know. the divide isn't isn't a clear line. Like it's all. I saw a map the other it's day. It's pretty clear in in some states. Like I mean, if you're in Texas, I I, I love Texas, and Texas is extremely Republican. Yeah. Extremely it, Republican. Uh, what I mean is, there's no like clear north south divide anymore. Like yeah. I saw a map the other day where it was like a zigzag line mm. of the Republican to Democrat areas. You know. That's very true. Yeah. It's like different countries. Like it's almost like. It'd be, I, I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be hilarious if they did a Europe on it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, <laughs> Texas. There you go. That's your, your, that's your, your, your own country. There now, look after your own taxes. Yeah. It would be really cool. And if, if like little countries took on little identities, like do you know the way in, in Canada, like Quebec is quite French, and down in south of down in the south of uh, of um, North America. Mm. Like Louisiana have their own vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that, man. That's why I always liked. It would add more culture to. That's why I always liked Europe. That's why. That's that's what I wish the world was like. If we all just had the same laws and we're like, okay, we are gonna not be assholes to each other. Yeah, but we could have our ways. own cultural. Yeah, differences. but we all have our own cultures. We yeah. all we all just manage ourselves, you know. Yeah, yeah. But no one from um like from South Korea, like or from North Korea. Yeah, yeah. No, and no. we just all agree. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one from South Korea. Uh, North Korea. Sorry. <laughs> Let the South Koreans in. Let the South Koreans in. No Koreans at all. We can't take the risk. Unless Kim Jong is going to sign up and is unless he's happy to, you know, have us all on board, mm. we're going to have to exclude him. <laughs> you know. um, last trending topic um, uh, is Bono. Bono. Oh, nice. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Mm. Yeah, uh, Bono, Bono loves loves Israel. Bono's a big Israel Israelite, lads. Big f- big fan. Yeah, he's like. Um, I'm really disappointed, like. I'm really, really disappointed. Wait, Bono? Uh, well, you see, I, t- I grew up with Bono, right? I grew up with U2's music in the 80s and mm. the 90s and the noughties, and we were talking about this before we came on. Um, like, they were, they're unbelievable musicians. Like, mm. I mean, they're, like, they have transcended, like, 
two or three different generations of people. They've reinvented their music all the time. Yeah. And their music is is timeless. You can listen to like you could listen to uh, like something from all that you can leave behind, and it'll take you into that era but it's quite relevant even to today even the stuff that they made in the in, in the in the 80s mm. rattling hum these are all bangers like yeah that's and, true and he's done so much for like he's always going on talking about you know you know the, the plight of the uh, you know of, of of the of the poor and, and of the sick and of the needy and he's done a lot of good work out in africa and all that kind of stuff but he's just he was at the grammys like and he uh he just pretty much fucking like nailed his flags to the to the Israeli mask and like you know there was no balance at all at like all, man. I, I I never I never trusted him to me he was always that really? like to me he was always that like uh, you know we are the people that like celebrity liberalism of like I'm gonna do pretend I really care and then I'm gonna go fuck kids in the but I'm not saying he fucks kids now yeah. don't don't uh, spread that rumor no uh, I, but, won't, but I, just, I won't edit that out no I leave that in <laughs> <laughs> but just saying that's always the you heard it here first me. guys Dan Lucas said Bono fucks kids uh, yeah. <laughs> But Who what knows? does he know? Like he's pro Putin, so yeah, do you know what I mean? That's true. That is true. Yeah. But but that's what I mean. It's like he always it always came across as like like kind of Bill Gates style. Like I want to seem like I really do a lot for charity, but really I'm doing a lot of dodgy shit as well. Mm. Bill Gates is another fucking creepy character. Like yeah, he is a creepy. He's character. a creepy character. Yeah. He's a creepy character. Like he's he went to the island by all accounts. Mm. So Stephen Hawking. <laughs> what the fuck was Stephen Hawking doing over it? Work. <laughs> he's like he's he's got no feelings from the neck. Do you know that he cheated on his on his yeah, uh, yeah. on his wife? Like cheated on his wife. It's hilarious. Like how could he cheat? How was it physically? Like it must have been emotionally, obviously. Like well, maybe I, someone someone told me. I don't know if this is true. So this company speaking okay. out of pocket. Inverted commas here. Inverted commas. But someone told me that he that he that he read somewhere uh, Steve Hawking like getting pissed on. So. You heard it here first, guys. Heard it here first. Straight from Dan Lucas's. Bono fucks kids. <laughs> Stephen Hawking likes getting <laughs> pissed on. <laughs> and he is pro-Putin as well. <laughs> uh, all right, man. That's, that's um, yeah, like, I mean, I suppose that is absolutely, is he doing it for his own? Like, Because I do hear that if you drink your own urine, that it's actually quite good for your skin. <laughs> like, maybe he was just, <laughs> maybe he was... Maybe he was just like really interested in maintaining Shame, a good sheen on his skin. Should start drinking my own urine. Yeah, should it's start doing it, man. Apparently, it's a it. it's a thing. Like like, and it's really good for your, your immune system as well. Maybe his immune system mm. wasn't great. You know? Did you ever see his time traveler party he threw? No. He uh, he put on a party. It's like ten years ago. He threw a party for time travelers, and then he sent out the invitations after the party. <laughs> so like people would travel back and go to the party and then when all the Epstein list stuff came out uh, there were very funny jokes of line of being like no I know where the time travelers didn't show up <laughs> oh, trust you to make my podcast dark and broody um, guys if you like uh, if you like Dan you, you will, you'll see him anyway he's supporting me he's on my tour he's doing pretty much all my dates bar mm. one I think at the moment um, and he is also going on tour himself and and all his tickets are on sale at uh, Dan. What's your email address? Uh, theonlyfunnygerman.com. Theonlyfunnygerman.com. And you'll see all his listings on that. He is absolutely hilarious. Thank you so much. Very, very funny guy. And um, 
I, I, I like I would implore you to go and see him. Um, I genuinely would. And if you, uh, look, if you see him, even if you see him at one of my gigs, that'll give you a taster. Definitely go to his his solo show. Mm. His hour is amazing. It's really Thank good. Thank you so much. No bother at all, man. No bother at all. And um, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, so until next week. Um, no more sh- trending topics. We're no, all out. That's Aww. trending. To- that's the end of trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Bo, 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 bo. Stay in by the wall, everybody. Good night and God bless. <laughs>